When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It's hard when you miss people, but you know, if you miss them, it means you were lucky. It means you had someone special in your life. Someone worth missing. Welcome to the As Told by Nomads podcast, where you'll learn how nomads, third culture kids, entrepreneurs, and leaders all over the world embrace their global identity and use their difference to make a difference. And now, having lived on four different continents, here's your host, Tyo Roxas. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of As Told by Nomads. Today's guest is uh, Farana Raymond Furs. Please forgive me if I said the name wrong. But uh, (laughs) Farana is is a fascinating individual. She was born in Pakistan and raised in England. Farana graduated from Bath University with a degree in business administration and spent her first year out of university working with Lloyds Bank in London. In search of a sea change in December 2000, Farana found CCS, which is Cross-Cultural Solutions. After four months with the with CCS Peru crew, she was hooked. She found her calling, her passion, and her future husband. That's three for three. Wow. <laughs> Soon after returning from a CCS program, Farana joined the team at the headquarters, um, and she has been working there ever since. I'm so excited to have you on the show. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much, Teo. It's so nice to be on the show. The pleasure is mine. And you're the exact type of guest that I love talking about the most. I always call this like the... Uh, cross-cultural tears <laughs> so but you know you grew up in, in a foreign country and you lived in another country and you know I sort of had the same background so I'm always interested in in understanding the background of each of my guests and especially guests like you so can you spend some time to talk about how you got started what your early days were like and how Farana came to be Farana? Yeah, of course. Um, So I was born in Pakistan um, back in the 70s, and uh, my dad actually was a banker. So we had the opportunity to move to the United Kingdom. And so I moved over when I was three years old and have been in the UK pretty much since then, although I had a couple of years in New York as well. Um, So I've grown up in a really interesting environment with like one 
foot in Pakistani culture and another foot firmly in the British culture. So it's been a really interesting experience for me um, and also for my two elder sisters, as well as my parents who navigated this huge change in culture um, at a very kind of crucial part of their lives. So um, I, I basically um, grew up in England and uh, went to study business at Bath University and um, was pretty keen on not going into banking, but somehow ended up in it for the first year, uh, but very quickly realized that I actually really didn't have a passion for it. So that's where my search for greater adventures led to cross-cultural solutions. Okay, so I have this interesting question. So I'm not really into cricket, but I do love sports. I'm a sports fanatic. I'm into cricket enough to know that Pakistan and England do participate quite a bit. So I'm very curious, which team do you support when it's Pakistan or England? Well, I'm a self-proclaimed hater of all sports. Um, (laughs) Well, at least to watch, at least. But no, I mean, if, if if Pakistan was playing England in a cricket match, I would probably just sit on the sidelines and clap for both teams. Ah, all right. Fair enough. Fair enough. So I'm very interested in this part of your journey. You know, at one point you were working in a corporate environment and you had said that you were searching for something more. Can you take us back to what that journey was like? What did you look up online? What was that process like for you? And how did you eventually get out of that place where you were searching for something more to find it? what you wanted? Well, um, it was an interesting journey. I was very fortunate to have um, great support from friends and work colleagues at the time. And, you know, for many years, I'd I'd wanted to work in international development and specifically going back to my roots in Pakistan and um, knowing and experiencing the poverty that many of our family members were living in. I always wanted to work in that field. But you know, in my upbringing, and thanks to my father as well, he was very keen on securing our futures and ensuring we were educated and we had good jobs and were able to support ourselves because he lived through very, very difficult times growing up in Pakistan with, um, you know, sometimes not even a meal in the day growing up as a child and as an adult. So um, for, for him, it was a really difficult realization that actually I didn't really want to be a banker like him and I was I was actually searching to go back to my roots and to discover more about poverty and also you know what were some of the solutions to poverty and um, you know putting my my toe into that big big pond so um, he, he was fairly supportive I won't say he was totally supportive because I won't be honest um, but my friends and family were and it was very much, you know, if you if you don't do what you really believe in, you're not going to really have a very satisfying life. And I, I remember one moment at the bank where we'd completed this huge project and we'd saved the bank, you know, several million pounds and everyone was celebrating. And all I felt was just, well, utter confusion that, you know, why wasn't I feeling good about this huge accomplishment? And what had I really achieved um, in that one year that I was working there? So I started looking into lots of different options on how I could go and volunteer internationally. And there's so many different ways of doing it. Even, you know, 16 years ago when I first went, 
And very just, you know, strangely, I just looked on the internet, you know, did some Google searches back in the day and came across cross-cultural solutions. And, you know, I just kind of just leapt into it. The, the start date of the program happened to be my birthday and my sister told me it was a sign. So I, I, I believed her and I just enrolled. And pretty much within a month, I gave my, my notice at the bank um, and was on a plane headed to Peru uh, very unexpectedly for a four-month program. Wow, wow. And and we're going to dive into the CCS story, the cross-cultural solution stories later on and how that came to be. But before that, this is something I, I wanted to talk to you about since I knew who you are. It's the fact that, you know, you've got, you know, Pakistani heritage. I'm from Nigeria. And a lot of, there's a lot of similarities in the sense that there's this idea of, of gender equality that needs to be to be worked on. You know, I, I'm one of the platforms that I advocate for is gender equality. In my opinion, the key to solving a lot of the world's problems today is if we can fix this gender equality problem. Because, you know, a situation where a lot of people are, are forced to get married or not given access to education is, is just, I mean, to me it's deplorable, but it also takes away basically half of the world's talent and you don't develop that way. And... In Pakistan, and you know, you've you've got some of those interesting stories about gender equality. I'm very curious in your thoughts on that. And with Nigeria, you know, we had the recent Boko Haram issue where, you know, um, some um, extremists, as you say it, went into a high school and took over 300 or 200 high school girls and just basically kidnapped them and didn't actually have any particular good reason for that. Not that it ever is a good reason, but they just took them. And the government hasn't been able to find them. And that's been the most frustrating thing for me. So I'm curious as to what your thoughts are on these parallels and how we can move past them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I think that Pakistan and Nigeria have a lot of you know parallels when it comes to gender equality and, and inequality, more to the point. You know, Pakistan is a very patriarchal society and is predominantly a Muslim country. And so, um, you know, growing up in, in my family, in our situation, in our kind of position in, in society, uh, women really did lack the rights for so many things that I take for granted now um, for my nieces and and friends children you know the ability to even you know forget about education and working and all of those other rights that we have but the ability to just walk out in the street and go to the shop um, that is something that many women in Pakistan still can't do freely or safely and that's you know a basic human right is security and much of it comes from a deep-rooted history, um, of course. But I think what's difficult um, to, to witness and be a part of is seeing girls and women unable to attend primary or secondary education, um, but also the very important decision about, you know, when they get married and who they get married to. Those are basic rights that I feel every woman should have control over and so it's it's hard to have witnessed that and seen that in Pakistani society and knowing that I should never take it for granted because there are women all over the world that don't have those equal opportunities and and that's why 
I love doing the work that I do. One of our primary missions at CCS is empowering women and girls specifically, and it's one of my passions. No, no, and I admire that about you and, and the organs and you know cross cultural solutions because you're actually tackling the root of these issues. And and sometimes you know as hopeful as I am and as, as committed I am to work, you know it, it does it does get at me sometimes. I'm like, oh man, am I doing enough? And and I get frustrated, but then I quickly, you know, course correct because I realize that it, we all have to come together to work towards that. But it, it is a very, very complex, complex problem that involves a lot of layers. You know, the culture around the tones, they're, they're um, just patriarchal societies that you have to work around. And, and some of this stuff is going to take a lot of work, but a lot of committed people. And, um, I, you know... <laughs> I don't get to talk about it often as much as I, as I like to on the podcast. So this is just a chance for me to talk about it, but um, hoping that one day uh, we'll get there. It, it is overwhelming and it's a very complex situation for women in many developing economically developing countries around the world. And also, unfortunately women in, in every country around the world um, do face discrimination you know here in the UK we also face discrimination um, in different ways and different levels but um, there is this unfortunately this discrimination against women in every country which is far more heightened in developing countries where women can't access healthcare, education and can't exercise their their rights politically socially um, and are discriminated against, you know, in terms of getting themselves out of poverty. And and that's, you know, can be really overwhelming. And um, again, you know, I, I found through cross-cultural solutions that the power of, of changing complex situations like women's equality is working on the ground level one-to-one in a country, one individual and one individual together. No, no, that's great to hear. And, and that actually segues into the CCS story. And for those listening, I will use CCS and cross-culture solutions interchangeably, um, the acronyms. But yeah, so talk about the CCS story. How did that come to be? Right, so cross-cultural solutions um, has been around for over 20 years, um, which you know feels like it's actually quite a short time, but it's it's had quite an interesting history. It started in 1995. Um, I've been working with cross-cultural solutions for the last 15 years, and over the course of of my time with cross-cultural solutions, I've seen our programs expand and really enrich themselves over time. Um, all of our programs run year round with local staff. That's one of our key philosophies is that we believe local people are the experts and therefore um, local people should be the ones designing sustainable solutions for the social issues that they're facing. And our role. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. 
For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. As volunteers and, and as an organization that provides volunteers is to support those initiatives that are being run by local experts. So we've grown over time. Um, to date, we have 35,000 alumni who've joined from every walk of life imaginable, from families to, um, you know, 18-year-olds to 80-year-olds and corporate groups and high school groups and interns, like anyone who has the interest in volunteer service overseas has been welcomed at Cross-Cultural Solutions. And, and that's how it's grown, one volunteer at a time. The, the first program in 1995 had one person in, in India. That was our first program. And, you know, we've grown over time to have this incredible history. And with it, we've learned. We've learned along the way and we've evolved dynamically because you know, developing countries are very dynamic and, and you have to change and you have to adapt in order to support the needs of the community. So uh, it's been a very exciting history to date. Yeah, that's great. That's great. I particularly love the fact that it started with one person. And it's sort of grown into this movement that's in many countries. And it's indicative of what we were just talking about, how, you know, I, I was expressing my frustration about wanting to solve the gender equality problem. You were talking about how you tackle that with with empowerment and all that, but it does take take you know several individuals to to come together to realize that there's a problem and solve that and 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 you know eventually it will be solved if you stay committed to the work. There's a quote that I'm reminded of. I'm probably butchering it right now, but it's something to the effect of for the for there to be evil, um, it, that takes you know good men and good women actually not doing anything, and that's the only way evil will ever will ever prosper. So I, I love, 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 love what you guys are doing, and um, it's incredible. I'm very interested in the model, though. What is the model of CCS like? Well, um, the model of CCS is, is very simple. We, we are welcoming anyone who has the motivation to provide service overseas, and our primary mission is to empower cross-cultural service that improves the health, education, and economic opportunities for vulnerable women, children, and elderly. So our, our model is pretty simple in that we have a volunteer program that operates from a cross-cultural solutions home base. That's kind of the center of our program in each of our eight countries. And at that home base, we have a full team of professional local staff that are there to support and facilitate an international volunteer program. So um, a volunteer can choose to come for one week or 12 weeks. And we you know, discuss goals, discuss what volunteers would like to do, and then we match them to a work assignment that fits their profile, experience, and background. Um, so the, the, key, the key model is very much volunteering during the day, five days a week. And then very importantly, we run a parallel cultural program uh, because we very much believe that if volunteers understand the culture in which they're working, it will make them more effective in their volunteer work assignment. So understanding the culture, the people, the history, the context of the social issues is crucial. Um, and to that end, we have 
you know, guest speakers and cooking lessons and dance lessons and excursions and workshops. So those happen in the afternoons. And then um, also importantly, our volunteers have free time. That's part of the model. They have their weekends off. They have evenings off to do their own independent exploration. Um, And all of that model sits very firmly on a philosophy that I mentioned earlier that local people are the experts. And that's very much our philosophy in that we respect what local NGOs and government organizations are doing and we're there to support and empower them with our volunteer services. Ah, I'm, I'm crying cross-cultural tears now. <laughs> no, because this is exactly what I believe in. You know, why I started the podcast, why I started doing all this is because I truly believe that in order to connect, you know, rather in order to build the next set of global leaders, we have to learn how to connect across cultures. And you guys are doing just that. You know, I mean, all of you over there at CCS, you're doing an amazing job. They're actually incorporating cultural immersion into that. Because I don't know that you can actually solve a problem if you don't know where the other person's coming from. And, and it's incredible here. You say that. I can hear the passion in your voice. And I just love, you know, I love when other organizations tap into that and realize that that is actually the root of um. Well, that, that's that, that's actually the best way to actually get into global environments and global solutions and tackle all these type of things. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, honestly, what I love to see for our volunteers is, you know, they have these incredible life changing experiences of working, for example, in a in a daycare for uh, working mothers in Guatemala. And during their time there, they always walk away saying, I feel like I learned so much more than I contributed. And that's, you know, such a, an anguishing moment for our volunteers because if I live here in London and you live here in Guatemala City. We, we actually have a very shared experience and a very common experience. And that's what Cross-Cultural Solutions is all about. Love it, love it. And you have many programs. You've got something for gap year students, something for high school students, something for you know, all the students, you've got a lot of programs. It's very robust. Yeah, that's right. We we have something for everyone. So um, even corporations as well. We have corporate groups travel with us. We have high school groups coming with their teachers and their faculty or their parents. Uh, we also have a high school program for individual high schoolers who are in the ages of 14 to 17 and want to really be brave and come on their own. And that pro, those programs are absolutely incredible to see such young people so motivated, exciting. But I would say the majority of our volunteers are between the ages of 18 and 24. Um, we have a lot of college students coming on our programs. Um, and we also have a lot of interest in, in health as well. So we're very, very lucky to work with a very diverse set of volunteers and i'm so glad that they keep coming well i'm glad that they keep coming you know i'm glad that there's something for everyone and then they can access your site you said that you started with ccs in uh, peru yes that's right so how many countries is ccs in well um at the moment we're in eight countries around the world um so we have two countries in asia um india and thailand we have three in africa tanzania ghana and morocco and we also work in Peru, which um, well, I think I'm allowed to say is my favorite because I volunteered there, um, as well as Guatemala and Costa Rica. Um, so those are our countries at the moment. I want your opinion on this. I know we talked about it a little bit earlier, but given the intolerance of the world, you know, with several events happening concurrently at the same time, I'm very curious as to what you think is the best way to combat intolerance as is presently constructed in the world today. 
Yeah, I mean that's that's a big question. Um, I I honestly believe that if individuals give up their time to go and work side by side with community members who are empowering themselves through sustainable change, there is no better way to to change the world. Um, you know, just understanding each other will will literally change the world because you know, as we all know, today's day and age is complex and it's 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 quite an overwhelming world that we live in and I think that these moments of individuals connecting in environments that perhaps are out of their comfort zone are so special and can really change the trajectory of an individual's life and therefore people in their community and people that they interact with and my personal goals for Cross-Culture Solutions is to continue to support volunteers to travel to our programs and and on our programs be able to be a part of these very special organizations that we partner with year-round that promote child development and women's empowerment and global health. And all of these organizations are working day and night to improve access to resources, to to give quality education, to give quality health care, to enable children, women, adults, elderly to live dignified lives. And if we can continue doing that, I will be very, very happy. And, you know, I really hope in the future CCS can continue to bridge the gaps as well, where there are gaps in services, particularly for children and women, uh, due to poverty and due to low income situations that we can provide services that perhaps they can't. So, um, you know, it's it's a big task, but with more volunteers, we can definitely do it. I believe so. I believe so. Okay, so this is the part where we do rapid fire questions. I'm going to ask you a series of questions and you say the first thing comes to mind. So, country with the best food is? <laughs> oh, that This is just mean. Well, you know what? I can be mean sometimes. <laughs> oh my goodness. That is such a typical question. I think I'm going to say Morocco. 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 Okay. Best music. Music. Well, that would have to be India because that's Bollywood, baby. Oh, wow. Okay. 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 So if I was to ask you movies as well, you would say India? Ooh, oh, gosh. Uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> okay. 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 What about your first celebrity crush? Who's your first celebrity crush? Celebrity crush. Um, wow. Uh, that's <laughs> this is really difficult. Um, do you know what? Can I say a woman? Is that really awful? No, no. You can say whatever you want. Okay. Don't worry. My my husband knows about this, but um, you know, it's probably Angelina Jolie. It's probably the woman that you know is 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 leading the way in terms of breaking those cultural barriers. Wow, yeah, no, I, I was not expecting that. I was not expecting that. And it, it, it's so interesting in timing because she's going through a messy divorce. But I am not a, you know, an entertainment reporter, so I know nothing about that. But that, that is, uh, that's interesting. And, and I'm curious as to why that's your answer. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, to me, I mean, to me, she's a hero, no matter what her personal life, because, you know, for a woman to go to Afghanistan, Syria, Pakistan, um, for an American woman to go and represent women's rights, uh, you know, there's no bigger hero to me than that. You know, I love the idea of that answer, because if I was to give a similar response beyond the, you know, the late Nelson Mandela and Oprah for me, who have been my biggest inspirations, it, it, it will be um, Emma Watson and what she does for the He For She campaign. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a big fan of celebrity ambassadors who actually do the work and actually knee deep in the work. You know, what she's doing with uh, feminism and educating men and women to do that, um, I, I think it's inspiring. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the last question I usually ask. You know, it's basically my mission statement. Use your difference to make a difference. And I always ask my guests how they particularly use their difference to make a difference. So how do you use your difference to make a difference? The way that I use my difference to make a difference is by working at Cross-Cultural Solutions. Um, I'm very passionate about the work that we do to connect people across cultures and across huge barriers to really help understand each other at a very individual level. And to me, that is what will change the world. And breaking down those stereotypes and helping people understand each other on a very human one-to-one level uh, that's got to be the solution to all of these issues that we face today. Brilliant, brilliant. I love it. Thank you so much for being you. Thank you so much for the work that you do. And thank you so much for everything that you've influenced. So where can people find out more about you and CCS? Oh, wonderful. Yes. Well, um, if you'd like to find out more about us, uh, please check out our website, which is crossculturalsolutions.org. Um, we're also on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on Snapchat. So check us out, Cross Cultural Solutions. Fantastic. Can't wait to put this together. Can't wait to get this out there. It has been truly amazing talking to you. So thank you for taking the time on the weekend to, to let this happen. Thank you so much, Teo. It's such a pleasure and an honor to be on your show. You've just been listening to the As Told by Nomads podcast. For more ways to use your difference to make a difference, as well as for show notes, head over to www.uidmag.com. Till next time, go out and make an impact in your world. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.